Okay, this is the uh, BHI update in relation to the coronavirus and the evolving situation we find ourselves within the UK. The reason for the update is to give a little bit more clarification over what's happening out there, what's happening with the products that are being purported to be effective at prevention and uh, protection for uh, or against the novel coronavirus 2019. So, a lot of people have, have read that the P2 and P3 masks, or the FFP2, so that's Foxtrot, Foxtrot, Papa 2, and Foxtrot, Foxtrot, Papa 3 masks, which are the valve masks, are essentially the be-all and end-all or the quote cure-all for preventative measures against this coronavirus or any virus in particular. It isn't the case. Masks are a component part. They are effective to a point. However, there are some caveats that are in place that most people may or may not be aware of. One of those is face fitting. Obviously, if you're not face fitted, it can and possibly will let air in. Obviously, therefore, pathogens and aerosolated virus um, uh, molecules in there so that's an important part to be aware of the other thing as well is if you've got facial hair so even if it's a day or two year old stubble sorry day or two day old sorry stubble that could be ineffective um, against the the protection of it as well we've seen or I've seen um, uh, images certainly from other parts of the world where people are wearing surgical masks as opposed to valve masks I've seen people wearing masks with beards and it's almost like it's a placebo effect. They feel better for wearing it. Whether it's actually efficacious at the present time is still open to interpretation and still evolving uh, at this moment as well. Now, the situation's nebulous. It is uh, uncontrollable in one sense because nobody really understands the actual way that it is working. There's many, many different versions, videos out there, sources, CDC, World Health Authority, the General Medical Office in the UK, as well as NHS and governmental websites, giving out the best information uh, that's available at the moment. The key point from our point of view, and everybody should have this in mind, is to be vigilant, yes, but not to panic. Uh, the element of this being blown out of proportion is kind of already in the way where lots and lots of people are buying these masks. At the present time, nobody in the UK can actually get the masks from the manufacturers, whether they manufacture them in the UK or within a European country or even the Far East. You cannot get hold of these masks much more than the, what you currently buy from an historical basis. We've been told by several suppliers now that if we're buying 100,000 masks a month, we can't actually order anything more than that one. So they look back through historical figures they're telling us they're not taking on any new customers, no matter what money's been thrown out there. And I think that's quite a good thing and an effective thing to make sure that there is a continu continuity of supply. It's using um, trusted uh, uh, clients and, and, and contacts that are actually buying these for, quote, the right reasons. There is a serious consideration that is underway now of price gouging. Um, people stockpiling these type of masks to essentially sell them on at a, at a highly inflated price. We decided, BHI decided, that's not gonna be something that we're gonna do. However, if the prices go up from the manufacturers, when we do get stock, we do have to reflect that within the price. But our process now is not to start selling them from 100 and, what is it, £1.62 or £1.80 or something along those sort of lines to, to an inflated price. Um, that's a promise that we're gonna to make to our existing clients and new clients as well. Having said that, we cannot take on uh, any new or any larger orders at the present time. Um, we can take them on 
if you don't mind waiting several weeks or even potentially up until June 2020 for this order to be uh, fulfilled. And that's kind of to try to weed out the opportunists or weed out the people that believe that this mask is the, the, the best uh, line of defense about what's going on at the present time. So what can we do as individuals, as business and as a community to deal with this uh, evolving situation uh, that's known as the coronavirus? So if we look at what products are available to manage uh, the situation, we, we need to start looking from an individual basis. Hygiene has been highly recommended from the NHS and, and governmental bodies as well, the world over. Washing hands thoroughly after the toilet and potentially before the toilet as well, because you don't want to be infecting and then you know passing that on. It's believed that this is transmitted and transferred through mucous membrane um, uh, contact, so touching eyes, nose and mouth, and obviously other parts of the body as well. I'll leave that open to your imagination. So if you are going to use the toilet or a public toilet, wash your hands thoroughly before you use the toilet. Put the, put the lid down when you flush, if you do use the toilet for that particular purpose. It is less likely to aerolate or aerosolate some of the, uh, the pathogens in the air. Wash your hands thoroughly. It's been advised between 20 and 30 seconds, maybe two or three squirts. Get it in there. Wash it thoroughly. You can find advice on, online as well how to wash your hands thoroughly. Think what a surgeon or a doctor would do for their behavior. I'm sure you've seen ER and, and TV shows like that as well. Wash for 20 or 30 seconds. If you can, use paper towels. A, the disposable. B, it's basically it's just quick wash and dry and then put in there. But also as well, if you use hand dryers or air dryers, the ones that are actually going to pump hot air in um, to dry your hands, that also has a, a negative impact because it can aer aerosolate, struggling with that word, aerosolate the pathogens in the air. So think fecal matter, obviously the virus, uh, other diseases and other germs as well. So try and avoid that if you're using public toilets. Public uh, toilets, I'm talking train stations, uh, bars, hotels, any place where the general public can go and do go on a regular basis. From a working standpoint, that's also taken into consideration for businesses as well. So to recap, individuals, personal hygiene, washing hands thoroughly. Don't touch your eyes, your nose and your mouth. Some people, particularly small children, have a problem with this one because it's the most natural thing for them to rub their eyes if they've got something in it, to pick their nose if they've got bogeys in there or to put their fingers in their mouth because that's what kids do. But it also means that for, for adults as well. You may have been working in a building um, or an operational site and it has been contaminated with other bugs and you don't think your hands are dirty and you go to eat the food that you have for lunch. And the minute you put your hands in your mouth, you've contaminated the food and contaminated and it's in, ingested into your system. So that's also to be mindful as well. The other thing to be aware of when you're thoroughly washing hands, you have hand sanitizers which are available. The, um, the small 50 mil versions, which you can stick in your pocket or your bag as you move along throughout your day, or the 500 mil uh, squirty bottle where uh, you use that, and as well as a good quality hand soap or a good quality hand cleaner. So if it has um, certain chemicals in there that are obviously using it uh, to, to kill viral and bacteria, antiseptic soap, these type of things, you can find them online, uh, pharmaceutical grade or medical grade type hand cleaners, uh, are worthwhile using. Please do bear in mind, the hand sanitizers tend to be alcohol-based. Anything over 70 mil or 70% alcohol is effective if the, the, uh, the bugs have actually been exposed to the alcohol for a, a long enough period of time. 
So it might be a case of two or three squirts, wiping and washing your hands until the alcohol and the actual um, hand sanitizer evaporates and then doing it again. Be mindful of what you touch after that. One of the consequences of doing this hand process is it can defat your hands. That means that the, the oils in your skin are actually stripped away because of this hand washing process and that actually can lead to cracked skin. Cracked skin obviously then leaves you susceptible to skin diseases. This is something to take into consideration, particularly at this moment in time, particularly at this time of the year where chapped lips, chaps, uh, chapped skin, because of obviously constant washing, hot moisture, then going to dry and back and forth and so on, try and use a barrier cream. If you're uncertain what to use in this regard, please call BHI because we can try and help you manage this from a product process um, position all the way through from your individual users if you wish. More, more pertinently to the clients that we've actually got that have got 50, 100, 200, 500, 1,000, 10,000 staff members. We can actually help you put in your risk assessment and your standard operating procedures and give you the products depending on what you need them for. We can advise you on the barrier creams. We can advise you on the hand washers and hand cleaners that work most effective in this regard. And at the present time, at the time of recording, the supply chain is, quote, okay. Things are changing on a daily basis and an hourly basis. We are taking orders for certain products that we don't have an issue with. They haven't been flagged. And all of a sudden, everybody's gone crazy for this. So please bear that in mind. The advice we would use in this is better to have that information, or rather, it's better to have the products and not need them than need them and not have them. I'm going to say that a few times in this, in this uh, podcast because it's important for you to use that as a concept. It's the same thing for grit salt. It's the same thing for high-vis vests, waterproof thermals, these kind of things. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Now, everything that's evolving around coronavirus at the moment is very much specific to demand and supply or it's susceptible to demand and supply. So at the moment, demand for products is far outstripping supply to the point where people are trying to buy anything and everything either because of panic because they've been thinking it's the right thing to do and they'd rather do something about it, or they're looking at potentially stockpiling this in order to potentially price gouge down the line. So be aware of that. These things can happen and can change at any given time. So that in mind, what we need to look at now is what's available other than the um, the hand sanitizer and the hand wipes. So masks, we do sell masks, but be aware that obviously everyone in the world at the moment is trying to get masks. Hand wash and hand sanitizers, particularly hand sanitizers, we've got some good offers on at the moment for, um, I think it's 70% uh, alcohol, uh, hand sanitizers in 500ml bottles sold in case quantities only. Uh, you have to call us about the price, as I say, because that does change or can change depending on the supplier available to us. Uh, surface wipes. Surface wipes are the big thing at the moment, particularly for public transport. I'm thinking buses, trams, trains. If you go on public transport at any given moment, just watch how many people grab hold of these surfaces because of uh, an undulation within the transport. They will grab it, and if they've coughed on their hands or someone else has coughed on their hands, that's a way to transfer bacteria or germs or viruses onto your skin, which if you're not aware of it and you, you don't wash your hands after you've been on public transport, for example, um, you might put that on, on your nose or in your mouth or in your eyes, or in your eyes, sorry. So that's not to vilify public transport. There are other surfaces out there, door handles, uh, kitchen handles, uh, fridge handles, for example, in, in normal businesses in the canteen areas. 
Uh, gyms are obviously susceptible because of obviously the, the contact. Uh, everything in a gym essentially has hand-to-hand -hand or hand-to-machine -to contact uh, as well as other um, uh, body parts on the, on, the, on the machines as well. So that's something to take into consideration. So we've got masks, the situation. You've got the preventative products, the hand sanitizer, hand cleaner and surface wipes. Uh, the advice there to wash thoroughly as well. If you have or believe that you have been exposed um, to the coronavirus or a virus or an illness that is mimicking the, 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 the symptoms, which are nausea, uh, ring of temperature, generally feeling like, quote, flu-like symptoms, don't go to the GP. Uh, phone triple one 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 one. Speak to the NHS and get their advice. You may or may not be aware of what happened in Brighton where someone is suspected. Uh, they may have even actually been confirmed as uh, been infected by the coronavirus, but the whole of that GP uh, surgery had to be closed down and decontaminated. Nobody wants that for your business. Nobody wants that in their GP. You've got to think about consideration for other people, not just your own situation. As much as we all want to feel better in this current situation, think about other people. You wouldn't like it if they came and infected you, if it was avoidable. So don't do the same thing to them. So now we're looking at um, the plans for the individual elements, the business elements and potentially the communities. I've kind of covered it a little bit, but let's condense it down. Individuals, personal hygiene is critical. It's a strange thing to say in 2020 uh, that we should be saying to people, wash your hands after the toilet. But there are signs everywhere still because people don't do it. Rightly or wrongly, depending on whatever particular side of the fence you want to go on, right now it's advisable to wash your hands thoroughly before you go and after you go to the toilet. If you are going to use surf, uh, uh, surfaces or, or surfaces that are used by other people, such as door handles, be mindful that if you've just done touch the elements that you don't want other people to touch or you wouldn't touch on other people, what would they feel like if you were touching it? Don't do it. So individuals, wash thoroughly certainly your hands do it on a regular basis and look at uh, aftercare as well of your hands you don't want to be washing your hands and doing the right thing defatting your hands and getting cracked um cracked hands certainly around the fingernails but also as well on, on the palms of your hand as well because it opens up a susceptibility to infections not just from coronavirus but other uh dermatological uh, dermatological um dermatological 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 uh, ailments as well it's hard to get the words out there from a business point of view, um, most businesses should have a cleanup operation as their standard operating procedure. It may need tweaking. Uh, we would certainly advise getting more um, more effective surface wipes. So surface wipes that are generally antiseptic or antibacterial rather than just your common or garden uh, surface wipes that you might be able to pick up at B&M or DIY stores or something along those lines. You need to be thinking now about a pharmaceutical grade, something that kills all germs and all bacteria. So whether it has a bleach component to it, a chemical component to it, a chlorine component to it, or other chemicals out there that are going to do the job and be efficacious at getting rid of these types of pathogens uh, and, and bugs, generally speaking, and, and, and germs on, on surfaces. So... We can advise on that. We we do have surface wipes available, but again, you can find these in most places. So be mindful of that one from a business point of view. General managers, um, health and safety executives, or help, sorry, health and safety officers within businesses, anybody in the leadership teams should be looking at putting this in place as well. 
Now, when you're using the hand surface, not only are you going to be using the surfaces that people see and use on a daily basis, such as the food preparation areas, the canteen areas, think about door handles. Not only door handles on toilets, but door handles on the inside and outside doors, doors to offices, etc. And also as well, handles to fridges, handles on um, cups, as daft as that might sound, wash cups thoroughly as well with, with the right um uh dish soap and, and, and dishwasher fluid but handles on on kettles anything that can be used in a communicable area is or a community area sorry uh, has a communicable element to it that can be transmitted uh these are the areas that particularly most people don't clean down if you share a, a keyboard on a computer for example um if you're in a production area or a store area it might be worthwhile at least having a point where you can use alcohol wipes to wipe that down. So it doesn't actually impact the electronics of the machine, but it does kill or has a chance to kill some of the, the microbes that are actually on the keys as well. Uh, in light of what I told you about with the defatting of the hands, that's certainly taken into consideration. In extreme cases, look at disposable gloves uh, or a good set of, of, of quality gloves that basically protect as a barrier to this weather on skin. And certainly if you are doing the cleaning operation using these surface wipes and obviously some of these chemicals out there, good uh, uh, chemical resistant gloves are out there as well. Again, we can advise on that. Um, your health and safety officer should be able to help you with that. But if, if you are missing that component or you want some extra help on that one, then please give BHI a call. We can try and guide you in the right, right direction depending on what your requirements are. So we can also supply gloves um the the strange thing at the moment is there are certain products that last week we had good stocks in this week it's now obviously people are putting two and two together and coming up with four as opposed to five or six or frank <laughs> they're coming up with ideas and concepts uh, that that and certainly for, for stock products that we may encounter issues with and one of those things are the protective coveralls and overalls now we have had inquiries for things like hazmat suits um, with uh, serious respirated uh, uh, masks which were used as a precautionary or was purported to be used as precautionary rather than actually we've been infected or we're trying to fight an infection off. So it's not quite that bad, but we do have uh, at the moment a question mark over disposable uh, coveralls. We should be able to get supply, but things can change. But if you do need co uh, disposable coveralls to do the cleanup operation, please call in ahead of time. And it may be worthwhile putting an extra order in, maybe two or three what you, two or three times what you would normally order in order to manage this. Certainly, you're going to need masks if you're using certain chemicals. If we, um, if we can get them, uh, obviously, we've got the, the coveralls, gloves, safety glasses. If you can get safety glasses as well, that obviously protects your eyes um, from potential contamination with with the microbes uh, and the viral matters within uh, coronavirus at this particular time and moment. So, again, we'll look at bullet points now. The current situation is the uncertainty. Nobody really knows what's going on and how it's going to play out. We will in due course, very much like SARS in 2003, but right now there's lots of uncertainty. There's lots of quasi-panic people making purchases for things that aren't necessarily as effective as they think they are. It may have a placebo effect to it. You may see price gouging, but be aware of that one. Vigilance is the key to this and not to panic, but just be, to be sensible. If you are feeling as though you are infected or are going to be infected, stay indoors. Seek medical, medical advice through 
speaking to 111, speaking to the NHS and taking their directions accordingly. There are protocols in place to deal with that. If you feel as though that you want or don't want to be exposed to this, then be mindful of where you are. If you are using public transport, a lot of these elements in terms of work, you can't avoid. So make sure you do wash your hands and you do keep personal hygiene as well. Cover your mouths and obviously use the usual typical uh, old wives tales or the, the old um, common sense approach uh, in, in relation to try and self-protect and protect against others. Uh, the solution to all this one uh, is, as, as I said earlier on, is to get the good hygiene nailed down. It might be worthwhile speaking to your staff to make sure that they do this as a matter of course, at least until we, we get out of the winter months. Um, this coronavirus won't last forever. Chances are, uh, if it's like a, every other flu virus that happens, when it comes around to April and the thaw starts coming in and the warm weather comes in there, they don't particularly last long at that point. That may not be the case in this in this situation. We don't know. Nobody really knows at the present time. But historically speaking, that's typically what happens with flu-type viruses. So again, to recap, it's uncertain. Be vigilant. Don't panic. That's the reaction what most people should be going through. Getting the right materials to protect you as an individual and as a business. And therefore, it has a knock-on effect in a positive way to protect the other communities around you. The other commuters on public transport, other people that are in bars or in public uh, public toilet uses or public uh, spaces to not be um, uh, contaminated with this particular infection. Implement good hygiene and look for a good sanitary plan if you haven't got it from a business point of view. If you need any further information on what is available to you with the choices, with the products that are available to you, please call us on 01709. 527-603 or drop an email to sales at bh-i.com that's sales at b for bravo h for hotel hyphen i for india.com we'll be able to give you the information that we have based upon what's presented from the the uh, manufacturers at that particular time 